just watched that video that you sent us with Kat and, and Embiid fighting. Mm-hmm. Mm, yes, like I'm going to say this. You let that fight go on. <laughs> you let that fight go on, Joel Embiid's going to whoop that dude's ass. Oh, 100%. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Got that Joel, strength. Joel Embiid is a strong man. Uh, board choice awards. He's just a strong man. <laughs> you could have just said a lot to like that. I will say. He's, it's, it's, he, he is, though. He's, I, like, I'm just saying, dude. <laughs> I, I would venture to say that Joel Embiid's probably been in some real scraps. 100%. And yeah. Kat, I would guess little to none. Probably pretty, zero. Pretty, pretty sure Joel Embiid killed a lion with his <laughs> bare hands. Okay, now now we gotta pump the brakes. You, you, what? You pushed, uh, that's you, pushed, not... you pushed it. You pushed it. What? He's wow. from Africa. It was yeah. a joke. I get it. I get it. That was, that was a real thing his rookie season. People were asking that a bunch. That's and true. He, he, he had to actually be like, no, no. He was like, that's not how my life was. You weirdos. Yeah, you guys ever seen uh, that movie um, Ghost in the Darkness? Uh, with Val Kilmer and um, it was the guy that got cancer from eating too much box. Um, <laughs> he's married to Catherine Zeta, jo- Michael Douglas. Michael. D- <laughs> yes. He, uh, they were. In, it's the story about how their uh, Val Kilmer is overseeing. Uh, it's a true story. He's, he's out overseeing uh, the this railroad construction in. Africa, I think somewhere in Africa. I'm, I'm honestly not 100 percent sure. Um, yeah, I'm about 99.9 percent sure, but, sure, but sure, sure. I, I digress. Um, but my understanding is it's actually a fictionalized retelling of the events because the lions were not killed by Val Kilmer's character, but rather by Joel Embiid. <laughs> <laughs> we got there. It took yeah, a it, roundabout way. We got there. We got there. Well, I had to give the backstory. I get it. I get it. You got it. <laughs> Um. Oh shit! What's up, guys? Welcome back. We are we are like a little a little over a week and a half into the NBA season, and uh, shit's wow. happening. Shit's happening. Yeah. It just not it's too so, bad. It's, it's just it's so fast. I've been so busy lately. I have not been able to consume like nearly as much of it as I thought. And I, I had like, I mean, I've been watching games. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I watched both games yesterday. Um, but uh, just dude, like, it, I just I forgot how how many games are just on that's 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 the thing that's the thing it's like opening night there's two games that's to be expected but then night two there were 11 games on 11 games that's so fucking hard to keep up with you can't possibly watch everything that's what i'm saying i mean like i gotta get up in the morning i can't be up all night and like (laughs) it's and and not only that not even that from like the hours of like seven to ten that's basketball time but like i can't adequately watch six games at the same time i can't you just can't yeah. do it it's just impossible i only have I, one television and a computer screen that's I it also i also know that i'm i'm getting older because that lakers clippers game we get night one i was like this fucking game starts at 9 30 i gotta get up, i gotta go to work <laughs> i know dude i know and i was it's so a- bad i was so bad because i wanted to watch it so bad but i'm just like oh, i gotta get up in like nine hours man i gotta get the fuck out of here that's the nice thing about being here the late game starts at 7 30 that's crazy dude High time. Must, that's Perfect. gotta be nice that's gotta be awesome uh, it's wonderful sunday night football's over by like seven that's love dude especially like and i watch a movie oh with yeah basketball like, sunday night football's over at seven it starts at 7 30 <laughs> yeah but that's for me that's 5 30 so that's like, love yeah, though dude. seven or eight 
Nah, like, but it's still like that's love. Like with bat, especially basketball season. Like you get off of work early enough, like you get into like halftime of a basketball game, you can watch the rest of it, and then you're just watching basketball all it's, night, it's, and it's, you're done by like nine. It's part yeah. of the reason. I mean, this is different for different. Like obviously, you're, you're making the case for for Nikki here, sure. but for me, living in Central Standard Time, which is I'm gonna go ahead and say it. The best time zone. Uh, agreed. Uh, living in Central Standard Time, it is why baseball is so great because there's so many games during the day. True. You can just pop your headphones in, turn the radio on, you know, if you're just plugging away at work. It's it's easy. I can't do that with basketball. No. And if you live in the Eastern Time, you really just go to bed late. <laughs> you live in Eastern that Time, is it sucks. Yeah. You are, you are getting up – you're getting up late and going to bed even later. Well, even like tonight, like tonight's the last game of the World Series, and it's just like if you're on the East Coast, like the Washington fans, you're probably going to be up until 1 o'clock in the morning easily. Worth it, though. Totally. If they Look, win. I mean, it, it's win. not worth it, it to stay win, up. Yeah. It, it's not worth it to, to stay up late and watch the Pelicans play the Grizzlies, uh, which you would think more Grizzlies games would be broadcast, like, you know, in a sensible time, given that Memphis is – Eastern time. Um, are that is Memphis an Eastern time or Central time? It's Eastern, right? I think it's Eastern. I know. I know Nashville's Eastern. So is Nash, if Nashville is Eastern, then Memphis is because Memphis is farther east than Nashville. Yeah, I'm assuming Memphis yeah. is Eastern Standard Time. I don't got. I don't. I don't. I, I didn't. I ain't no learned time zone man. We know this. Well, I was honestly like forgot that Brazil is two hours ahead of us. Like I just assumed like it's. Yeah, no, right? Like southern, like southern America is one of those weird ones where it's just like, oh, yeah, Brazil just like sticks out so far. Yeah, it's like the the other thing that's South America. (laughs) It's like the butt. It's like the butt of America. It's like, (laughs) like the 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 Western Hemisphere is dummy caked up. You know what I mean? And now we lost the Southern Hemisphere. Yep. I was going to say that uh, the other thing that's really funny <laughs> that was is that... that. It was respectful. Of course. Yeah, yeah, Everybody wants to be called the butt of America. No, I meant like, yep. you know, like a nice butt, like a Brazilian butt. Which no, is, I got it. To be honest, you know, most <laughs> women want that. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Nikki, you were saying? Yeah, I was going to say uh, America is the only one that, does, like United States of America is the only one that does the daylight savings time. So then things get even weirder when we switch time, but everyone else stays still. They did get rid of that shit in Arizona, though, which is like... Duh, fucking duh, dude. Like most, most everywhere's gotten rid of it. Crazy. It's just like it's wild. It's unnecessary. Your boy's gonna start a change.org petition. No more, <laughs> no, no more daylight savings. No more no. daylight savings I time. Hate, we do hate. not need it. No, that's just gotta go. That's just gotta go. All right, boys. Well, it's episode 108 of and oh, yeah, we gotta talk about basketball. I am your host, Jay Keyles, coming to you from Chile, Chicago, Illinois today, wearing my cardigan. Because it's cold. Um, also here in the cold, just recently worked out and shaved up, looking like a cop. Introduce yourself, sir. Yo, what's up? It's Rod Farva. I mean, it's Tad, a.k.a. Rod Farva. Very nice. Very it's not nice. a basketball pun, but I mean, pretty fitting given this fucking pretty glorious mustache. It's, pretty not, it's a good it's, one. It's growing on me. Uh, it's it's growing bad. on me. Yes. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, I think you made that joke last week. <laughs> I did. You did. I said it it's won- growing on Lauren, and it's <laughs> literally growing on me. Ah, 
<laughs> it's getting he's getting more clever with the mustache. All right, and uh, from the West Coast, um, recently confirmed, he is now a bitch. He can't handle the cold anymore. Introduce yourself, sir. <laughs> I, I legit. I'm wearing a fucking flannel, and it's like 50 right now. <laughs> you're a, you're a bitch. Uh, <laughs> Nikki Kiles, aka John Witherspoon. R.I.P. Bud. R.I.P. Dude. R.I.P. Oh, Pops. Number one, dude. Granddad. Oh. Uh, damn. Damn. Pops damn. Damn. The best. Well, this a is legitimate father figure to people. To many. The best. To many. to many. I actually rode a plane with him to L.A. one time. Really nice guy. Didn't sit next oh, to yeah, him. Yeah, I remember you telling me about that. Spoke to him very briefly, getting on the plane. Um, he was like trying to sort something out at the front desk and uh, yeah, really nice. Very, very nice guy. How come every time I come in the kitchen, you in the kitchen? <laughs> no, the chicken. Eat no, the pig feet. I like me some chicken. I like me some pig feet. <laughs> Such a good movie, man. That guy, he was, he was great. He was really, truly great in everything that he was in. Fucking Barnaby Jones, man. Amen, dude. Yeah. Amen. Well, this is the podcast that tries to talk about NBA shit. Mostly we just talk about shit. Uh, just a lot of shit. <laughs> uh, like uh, uh, Daylight Savings Time and John Witherspoon and baseball on a, on a basketball podcast. Um, but in any case, as I mentioned earlier on in the episode, we are about a week and a half into the first uh, into the first uh, well, into the NBA season. Um, and it's been an interesting start to the season, guys. Um, so I wanted to talk about a couple, uh, a couple things that are going on in the NBA. Obviously, when uh, when it comes time to uh, the beginning of the NBA season, it's inevitable that we are going to overreact. So, guys, I want to start by asking you, a week and a half into the NBA season, who has impressed you the most, NBA player-wise? Nikki, let's start with you. Player-wise? Player-wise. Uh, player-wise, I think I'm going to have to say um, Carl Anthony Towns. He's kind of like... I mean, he's kind of like helping them do very good. Three and L. I know they're playing the uh, Sixers right now. I don't know what that score is, but I know he is playing. He's been playing very well. Uh, the team as a whole is surprisingly doing good. Like I said, three and L to start the season. I don't think it'll last, but it's been a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, he's crushing it this year. He's already top. I mean, granted, again, week and a half into the season, but he's already at 32 and 13. He's top three in scoring, top three in rebounding. Uh, player efficiency is like 24.6. Um, he is he is playing really, really well. Got like a 9.3 plus minus, and it's just like he's um, still not a great defensive player, but he's starting to like fit into Ryan Saunders' uh, defensive scheme. And honestly, like that that team has not been – as as terrible thus far as we had expected them to be and have won some games that like on on paper they probably should have lost so yeah i agree with you nikki i mean carl anthony talents everybody knows like in the right situation like he was he was lauded as like the next tim duncan like he is yeah he is a very very talented guy and if they can build a team around him like look out like for real yeah tad anything to say on carl anthony towns yeah i mean he's playing great like the Timberwolves are three and zero, and they're doing it on the on the back of of him. I right. mean, like, yeah, yeah. I, but I don't know. I don't know what you you want me to say. He's like, he's he's um, he's you know up there in in um, points. He's not far behind the top five in rebounds. Um, he's playing good defense, which surprisingly, honestly, yeah. can't believe I just said that out loud. But I mean, he is. He's playing good defense. He looks. I, maybe Tibbs and Jimmy Butler were the problem. It's quite, it's quite possible. We're, we're, we're three or four games into the season. I, I understand. Like that, that's yeah. 
I, I know that's a hot take, but maybe. I mean, we'll see. It's yeah. it's early. It never you never bank on anything early. Um, you know. Yeah, the it, first the this, first two weeks of the NBA season is hot take city. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Right. Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. Tad, same question, sir. A week and a half into the NBA season, which NBA player has impressed you the most? Yeah, so I actually made a note um, about this. I, I, I took my own sort of show notes um, from the rundown, and I, I made notes for myself to talk about this. And this is a, a dark horse uh, that I don't think anybody's going to think of. Malcolm Brogdon. Interesting. Oh, he's, been so, he's been so good. Averaging Interesting. 20, averaged about 25 a game. Uh, averaging 11 assists per game. Yeah. Uh, he has been phenomenal. Super I think good. three steals too. He, he has played, he has been, he has been phenomenal. He, he had 22, 30 and 15 in his, his most recent games. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean like the, the, he's, he's, he's making plays. Like it's, it's amazing to see what this guy can do when he can be sort of the, you know, it'll be interesting. Like Oladipo comes back, like, you know, what happens, but like this, he's a playmaker. Yeah. Like, you know, he was, he was really just a shooter in, in Milwaukee. Yeah. Uh, I, I just been super impressed. Um, he's, he's, he's playing great. Um, I mean, he's, uh, he's scoring well, he's shooting, you know, the ball a uh, little over 45% from the floor. Like uh, his, his efficiency rating is good. His advanced stats are all good. Like, I mean, who knows if he'll be able to keep this up, but through three or four games, like, yeah, amazing. Yeah, it's interesting because, like, to your point, this was not his role in Milwaukee. And, like, just like justifiably so. I mean, you got Giannis, like, Chris Middleton, Eric Bledsoe, a lot of guys who need the ball. Sure. And he was effectively, like, the ball handler and defensive stopper and a guy who could knock down the occasional three. Sure. And now, because Victor Oladipo is still injured and who knows how long he's going to be out, you know, he's now slotted into this role almost like Victor Oladipo was when he came over um, to Indiana to some extent where, like, he's he's got the majority of the ball handling uh, 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 requirements and, and responsibilities. And, like, you know, I mean, he's – to your point, he's been very efficient and, you know, shooting 44% from three right, uh, thus far. And, like, granted, it's not going to maintain, but, like, that's, he's, that's he's been a good sure, – but, but he's been a good yeah. three-point shooter his entire career. So, like, I've, I've been really impressed with him. And, honestly – if Victor Oladipo it takes too long to come back, like if Victor Oladipo misses the first 25 to 30 games of the NBA season, like because the East is not that deep, it's not crazy to think that Malcolm Brogdon could be like fighting for an all-star spot. Um, it's, it's very, very possible. All I'm saying is I was high on the Clippers during our preview uh, or the Clippers, Jesus, the Pacers. Sorry. Sure. Yeah. I was high on the Pacers uh, during our preview. Um, and also like the thing is too, you know, you, you have sometimes you're like, Oh, like, you know, the superstar comes back. Can he coexist with the guy who's like, you know, sort of elevated his game in his absence? And the thing is, Malcolm Brogdon's played off the ball his entire career. Like, that'll be a super easy adjustment. Yeah. Um, I, I also think, like, with this, first of all, like, you can kind of see when he played with the Bucks, like, there was a potential for him to be something like a bigger deal on us if he had a starting spot. But because if he started, Giannis is definitely the playmaker in that situation. You didn't see it as often. But you could see it sometimes with like the second unit, and so when I was watching uh, the game against the Pistons that they played, like you could tell, I could also see maybe them running like a two guard set, like doing plays based off of who's coming down the court with him. And once Oladipo gets back, I think that's going to be a, like a real fun backcourt. Uh, I'm fucking so proud of him, like a dad, although he's only like four years younger than me. No, nope, two years. 
He's almost he's almost twenty seven. Yeah, I was gonna say twenty seven in like a month. Yeah, he entered the NBA. I turned twenty nine a week from today, so that's that's exciting. I turned twenty nine like two months from now, two and a half months. Oh, you guys are cute. Um, Well, um, I'll say this: my uh, my player thus far probably not going to surprise a lot of people. Um, Trey Young. Oh my. God, dude. So here's what I'll say about Trey Young. I don't disagree with it. I think this is a fine take. The reason I'm not picking Trey Young is because I think after what he, how he played last season, I think we were sort of kind of expect, maybe not to the level that he's played, but like I think we've expected him to be very good. Um, I am really disappointed that Orlando wasn't able to get. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. that would have been a nice pickup for Orlando. Uh, Looking back on it, like that would have. That changes the trajectory of that entire franchise. Like, oh, very quickly, oh, really, really. Um, he has been incredible this season. Now, unfortunately, he did go down with an ankle injury last night. It appears that he's only going to miss about two weeks. He didn't sp- like it was a sprain. He didn't break anything. No ligaments damage. So, you know, fingers crossed. Speedy recovery. Um, that team has been sneaky fun to watch. Only because of Trey Young. I mean, in his first two games of the season, he had 39 points. Uh, I think it was eight assists and like seven rebounds, and then 39 points, seven assists, and eight rebounds. Like he has been incredible this season. Um, just shooting, yeah. shooting lights out, 50% from three, shooting a lot of the shots that he shot in college where we were like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like the yeah. Steph Curry range type threes. Um, hey, it's called Jimmer for debt range. Okay. Sure. <laughs> when it's done in college. Uh, like the floaters on point. Look, he sucks at defense and there's no getting around that. But like, not, but so does Steph Curry's a terrible defense. Totally, totally. What's, yep. what's really interesting about Trey Young though is that Trey Young is a, not only an, an amazing scorer, but he is a phenomenal playmaker. Yep. Passer, he is high, high end in that category. And if he's able to come back in two weeks pretty quickly, he's a lock for me as an all-star this year in the East. Like, There's a reason yeah, oh, for sure. I was not so quick to sort of poo-poo him when he came out of college like a lot of people were because that – Oklahoma team he played on was so fucking bad. Terrible. Terrible. If you actually watch their games, he would hit guys wide open in the hands and totally. they would drop the ball. Um, so I'm not surprised that, that he's out here making plays. I also just want to quickly, uh, we're talking about Trey Young, obviously Atlanta Hawks. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw uh, Vince Young uh, get uh, defeated by old father time the other night. Or Vince Carter. <laughs> did it again. Carter. did it again. <laughs> I was looking at Trey Young on the screen. <laughs> I was looking at Trey Young. Okay. Uh, you know what? God damn it. Oh, Vince God. Carter. All right. All right. Yeah. I mean, Vince Young's a guy that wishes he could turn back time, too. Totally. I, I think yeah. that guy's coaching uh, high school football now. I don't know if Oof. you saw, but Vince Carter drove the lane and he went up to like posterize somebody and he took off and it was like, <laughs> oh shit, I, I can't make it. So <laughs> I'm not he, making it. And he, I mean, he scored. It was like a, like a little like sort of float, like pseudo floater thing. Oh, for sure. Uh, but it was it was sad to see. It was yes. it was like I was watching it and I was like, oh, Vince Young's gonna posterize somebody. Like he's just turning back the, the clock yes. one time. <laughs> and like you could just see as like, nope, uh-uh, he ain't getting there. Yes. Did you say Young again? 
Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. I've only um, been watching basketball for 20 fucking years. Long, t- long time, dude. Long time. Um, I will say this honorable mention, Derek Rose has been playing really well for the Detroit Pistons. So fucking good. Um, I'm happy to see what, it. He's, can we look at his stats really yeah, quick? I think we'll, we'll, we'll like pull up his numbers. Like that. He's up there, dude. He might even be up at like 25, to be honest. Now, granted, again, week and a half into the season, but like, look, we know what Derrick Rose is. He's not going to get to the free throw line, but he will get his points and he gets to the basket at will easily. He's not a very efficient player, but he does. There's also, he's another guy who like, if he, if this production keeps up, he's playing a lot of meaningful minutes for that Pistons team. He's another guy who could make the all-star team this year. And that'd be cool to see. Um, but yeah, I mean, he has been quite solid this year. I think he's shooting like fifty-five percent from three already, um, or maybe that's just from the field and fifty percent from three. But like, um, yeah, I mean, he is—you um, know—he scored eighty-five points or eighty-six points this season already. Sorry, my internet is. I thought you were about to say in a game. I'm like, no, 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 no. Do no, no. you? <laughs> okay, so like 21, 21, two and five. You know, not yeah. bad, not bad. You know his. Uh, Plus minus is not great, but also the Pistons are not great. You know, Pistons are bad. Yeah, he's fifty from three, fifty-four, pretty much fifty-five from the field. Sure, ninety-three uh, free throw. Like, not granted, not he's, bad. he's 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 averaging point five attempts per game, and as far as three pointers, so. Oh yeah, yeah, he doesn't shoot threes very yeah. often. Not like last year. But, last year, last year he shot really well from three, so I'm surprised he's not shooting as much this year. But, um, yeah, last year was the best, team, probably. Shooter. In all honesty. Yeah, but the numbers though, like he put up like three point, you know, three three pointers a game, shot thirty seven percent from three last year. So he was definitely, definitely one of the top three point shooters in the league last year, which is crazy to hear when you think mm-hmm. about Derrick Rose. Let's talk yeah. about the opposite of this, guys. Let's talk about who this season thus far has been the most disappointing player for you. Let Tad, let's start with you. Do you Tad, have? Some- go ahead, go ahead. I mean, Homer pick Aaron Gordon. Okay, okay, let's hear it. I mean, he's, 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 he's rebounding the ball well, and that's about all that he's doing. Um, he's, he hasn't scored well. Um, his defense has been not great. Um, it's, it's, he's been very – he looks like rookie year, Aaron Gordon, right now. Yeah, you don't uh, see that. You don't it is, see that. Is, it is early. The Magic have only played three games. We did lose to the Raptors on a night where Fred Van Fleet shot like he did in the uh, finals. Um and uh, we lost the other night to – fuck, I watched that game. I can't even remember who we lost to. Nobody good. Um, but he is he is really struggling. Yeah, it's rough like, right now. I mean, 29% from the field. He's, 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 he has been terrible. It's I mean, not, he, he's plus minus – he's minus nine, right? Where's the stat? Where's the plus yeah, minus? Right yeah, there. He's, he's minus nine. <laughs> it's not good. I was it's not very good. Today. I mean, like, you look at, you look at like, his, his stats from – you know, look, look, at, look at, like, his, his rookie year. I mean, this is his worst. I'm granted it's 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 early. Sure. You know? Yeah. Um. But I mean, the numbers yeah. are not good. It's not been good this year. Um. It's. I mean, uh, he's grabbing five rebounds a game. He's he's got five boards and four assists. Like I mean, it's it's just it's it's really really bad. He's playing like shit. Uh, I don't expect this to continue. Um. The the Orlando as a as a whole is struggling a little bit playing good defense we're just not scoring the basketball so i'm not am i concerned no but uh i've been pretty disappointed with him so far in a year where i i think a lot of 
probably just Orlando fans, because let's be real, we're the only ones that pay attention to the guy. Um, like fully, a lot of us fully expected him to kind of take a huge leap. Um, he has me great. I agree. Uh, and the numbers speak pretty damn loudly about that. Uh, yeah. He has, he has not been great. Um, yeah. And to your point, Ted, like he is an integral part of this team. And as, as he goes, so go the magic um, in a lot of ways. I mean, look, they're one and two, three games in. It's still very early. But, uh, you know, from a guy who's supposed to be a linchpin for that team, not the type of production you want to see. No, um, it's it's got to It's simply got to be better. Yeah. I agree with that. Nikki, uh, who is... I wouldn't... If, if we had if we had another, like, true scorer... Totally. Uh, it'd be, it'd be, it wouldn't be that bad because it's like we have somebody... But but he is really... I mean, Vooch is a, is a good scoring player, but he's a big... Like, you know, Aaron right. Gordon plays on the wing. Like, he's a guy that's... He, you got to make plays. So, you know, I, I expect him to pick it up. We'll see. Uh, Nikki, who is... Uh, who's your guy? Who's your... Who's your... I'm disappointed in this guy so far guy this season. Um, yeah, it might be. Yours, but... Sorry, Nikki. I keep fucking interrupting you. I'm sorry. Oh wait, were you saying you know mine or Jay's? No, I think I know Jay's. Oh okay, we'll wait for that one then. I thought you were gonna guess mine. I was like, damn. Okay, uh, but no, mine I think is uh, D'Angelo Russell. Uh, I don't think. I mean, the Warriors as a whole haven't been playing good. Were they one and two? And the one win that they had was against. Shit, who was it that they? They were a terrible team. Okay, beat. okay, see, they beat OKC. OKC, no, they they did. Oh no, it was New Orleans. New Orleans, they, they dropped one hundred forty one on New Orleans. Yeah, OKC is the one who was up like fifty seven to thirty or something. No, worse than that at halftime. Yeah, not I don't great. Know what that score was, uh, but yeah, they kicked the shit out of them. But uh, I don't know. I just haven't. It's. I thought him and Steph were gonna like really meld together, and from what I've watched from the games, it just it doesn't seem like it's going that well. I don't know. Not really a fan of what he's been up to. Yeah, I mean, he's been fine. I mean, he's putting up numbers, but like that, that yeah. whole, to your point, like, and we can get to this probably in the next, uh, uh, in the next part of the conversation, but like, yeah, the team's been bad. Like, that's a bad, that's, I was not high on the Warriors they're, coming into the season. Ter- they're terrible. They're not bad. And remember, no, they're, they're terrible. If you got, if the listeners remember when we did the Western Conference preview, I said, look at the depth on this team. It's non existent. They're starting Glenn Robinson III at small forward. It's not good. It's not good. Um, let me pull up D'Angelo's numbers. I mean, look, he's he's he know what you're getting out of D'Angelo Russell. You are getting yeah. a guy who he's, is putting I mean, up points. I, I was looking at their roster, I think before they played their most recent game, and he is shooting under forty percent from the floor. Last that I saw, he could yeah, have he very well could have in, in, increased that in their most uh, most. Yeah, recent. I mean, it's, you know, sixteen point seven, two point two six. That's not. But his, his efficiency is so 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 so. Look bad. at his plus 30, minus 383 percent from the floor. Yeah, minus fifteen. Look at that. Look at that plus minus minus right. fifteen. That's where he's worse than Aaron Gordon. Yeah, I mean that's what you expect from a guy who's like under, like his defensive rating is like what one one twenty five. I mean it's the worst of his career yeah. thus far. Um, his net rating is negative twenty four. Bad. It's just you know, look, you know what you're gonna get from that guy. It's gonna take a while for them to 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 mold together. He's not quite. Yeah, it's just because no, I know that, but it's just because like he did such a good job last season. Totally, like right off the bat. So I thought he was gonna continue. No, it's not looking good. Okay. It's not great. It's not great. And and again, we can probably get into this a little bit more when we talk about the teams. But uh, yeah, that that Golden State team is uh, there was work to be done. Um, my guy. Um, so look. Nikola Jokic is 
a very good basketball player. I knew it. There's no question it. about you that. Didn't, you didn't even let me. You didn't even let me guess. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I pooed him during the preview. I knew it was going to be him. Listen, man. I I said my piece. Okay. I I felt that Nikola Jokic, and granted, his entire NBA career has been this way. He plays himself into shape. Whatever. But thus far, he has not been the all NBA player that he was last year. And look, these numbers are not bad. <laughs> Listen to me. Look Listen to me. Face. Listen to me. Face. Listen to the me. Eyes. Look, these numbers are not bad. Okay. 15 and, and 12, 6.5 assists. Same kind of like triple double esque numbers that you assume that you're going to see within this guy. But his shooting numbers thus far this season are horrendous, and his turnovers are outrageous. The guy who's supposed to be the primary, like, playmaker slash, not ball handler, but the offense runs through him. He's making a lot of careless passes. I mean, overall, like, he has not been, again, Relative to the guys that we just talked about, this is a ridiculous statement. I'm just stating the fact that, like, his numbers thus far are way no, below. No, 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 no. That's not a ridiculous statement because you're, you're talking yeah. about the player you've been most disappointed in. Right. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, it's it's almost like it's uh, he's been objectively worse than he has been in his previous in the last three seasons. Like, he he really has been. I mean, his numbers reflect that everything everything across yeah. the board reflects like a very down year and everything except for rebounds like he is he's and like i said my biggest thing with him is like he is carelessly turning over the ball and that is that is my biggest thing here's the thing here's what i'm gonna say about this i agree the turnover numbers are bad the shooting percentage yeah. is not great i don't disagree yeah. with you on that right now i anticipated this by the way <laughs> right now he has the third or fourth highest usage rate on his team. He's not even their number one option right now. He, totally. he is only he is only using the the his usage rate is about seventeen percent, um, where Jamal Murray's is about twenty five percent. Sure, they're three and one. Gary Harris has a higher usage percentage than Yoke. totally. They're three and one. Totally. I, I, you, you could. I'm not talking about the Denver Nuggets. You, you, you wait. I'm not, wait, but I'm my not, point is, my point is, you're poo-pooing the guy, and he's got a lower usage rate than normal. You give him a minute, you give him a little bit of time, he'll be fine. The nuggets are good. That's my piece. That's my piece. I and I, I will say this: like thus this far, the Nuggets piece. have looked. Oh, sorry, <laughs> not that kind of show. <laughs> uh, no, the Nuggets have been solid thus far. Like I, and they're gonna, they're probably gonna make me eat my words. Um, but the season's still very young. I think there's. I still feel very strongly that they have too many guys that play the same exact position, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, we're talking about you guys took two guys that were like very high on the uh, on the list of like most disappointing players. I had somebody else that I wanted to throw out there, but I'm going to talk about this team shortly, so uh, we'll we'll talk about that soon. But yeah, I mean, look, are we going to talk about the Kings? Uh, there's a couple teams. There's a couple right. teams that I'm sure they're going to come up. Um, but yeah, yeah, my guy, my guy is Nikola Jokic. I just it's been a down it's been a down season thus far. Um, that being said, we've talked about players. What about teams, guys? What team? has impressed you the most this at this point in the NBA season thus far. Uh, Tad, let's start with you. Team that has impressed you the most. The Suns. 
Yes! Oh, I'm so glad you said that. I was gonna say that, but I'm glad you fucking said it. Tell me why, Tad. Fucking tell me why, you son of a bitch. I love it. <laughs> okay, don't call me names. <laughs> let's talk about Liz, man. You're not even insulting me. You're insulting my mother. Listen, you know I love Liz. More, I mean, friend of the friend of the podcast, mother of the podcast. I mean, come on. Um, let's hear it, Tad. Why do you like the Suns this season? Why have you been so impressed by them? They're playing super good basketball. I fucking told you. I fucking told you. They are. <laughs> they're playing really, really good basketball. They're, oh. they're they're moving the ball. Their offense looks fluid. They're playing good defense. Uh they're Devin Booker isn't doing it all by himself. They are uh, Ricky Rubio surprisingly looks good. Uh, yeah, I was just about to say that. That's uh, dude. I, I I'm I don't I'm like speechless. They have they've played legitimately good basketball. I'm like, telling you, dude. I, I don't know that they're a playoff team, but but they're good. They're they're fun to watch. I, I they said are, they're last year's kings. Yes, and I also yeah. said I like Kelly Oubre on that roster. I like the pickup of Ricky Rubio because you have a real point guard now. And Monty Williams is a good NBA coach. He is a good basketball coach, and he has them playing actual basketball. They're fun. They move the ball. There's one stain on this team, and we should talk about this because it was pretty big news. DeAndre Ayton is going to miss 50 games uh, – pardon me, 25 games um, for using – a banned diuretic, which I tweeted this, but for the listeners who are unfamiliar, anytime that you hear about a guy taking a diuretic, that's usually something that's taking as an immediate uh, response to coming off of steroids and trying to dilute uh, that out of your system. So not sure why DeAndre Aiden is taking steroids, and he looked pretty good to start the season. <laughs> steroids. But um, sounds like DeAndre is not going to play a ton of games this year. That was pretty good. I didn't hate that. Like DeAndre ain't ain't gonna be playing much. Okay, 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 okay. I had to, I had to, I had to throw one bad one out there. It was bad. It was really bad. Had to be. I had to balance it out. It was really bad. No, I agree, dude. Like, look, right now they're seventh in defensive rating. They're twelfth in offensive rating. They're fourteenth in pace. Like, they're eleventh in points per game. They're 10th in opponents points per game. They're defending like, yo, James Jones, shout out, bro. You got fucking Javon Carter, who I shouted out in the Western conference episode in that Josh Jackson trade. He's the best player in that whole fucking trade. And he has been, because rookie Rubio has been out. He has been a huge part of their team. Who did you say? I lost you for a second. Javon Carter. Javon Carter has been a great addition to that team. Like we, like we all expected. Uh, Yeah. I think I shot that. (laughs) I shot that out in the Western conference preview you could check the fucking tape no I'm, I'm not shaking my head at you I'm, I'm shaking my head at just like the absurdity of the fact that you've made that comment and i mean yeah come on that's dude. ridiculous I, also want to say, I, I keep saying this and i'm gonna say it again we're four games in totally yes totally my big point is this team is fun and they're not an embarrassment in the nba they're two and two they're not gonna make the playoffs to tad's point but this is a fun yeah. i like this team man i fucking like this you team how much i really love monty williams yeah, he's the best. I'm saying. That's what I'm trying to say. So good. You know? Yeah. I mean, the team's good. been playing well. Like, your Kelly Oubre has been good. Fucking Frank Kaminsky's been good, dude. Frank, Frank Kaminsky's averaging I know. Four- and I fucking is- hate that, dude. I, I, was him, dude. I love Frank Kaminsky. I he's actually doing know the girl, really well. I know the girl um, he went to prom with. And apparently, <laughs> in high school, he was a huge loser. That doesn't surprise me. Like, had doesn't surprise like, me at all. Very few friends. That doesn't surprise me a lot. Um, 
I, I, I'm glad you brought that up, Tad, because if you didn't bring it up, I was going to, or somebody didn't bring it up, I was going to. But yes, the Suns have been. The Suns are playing good. I mean, they, yeah. are, they have, an, they haven't, they have a, a legitimately good offense. Totally. I, it, yep. It's Monty. Monty Williams is a good coach. Monty Williams. Was Monty Williams not the head coach in New Orleans when he Chris was got hurt and he turned Darren Collison and Marcus Thornton into all stars? Basically, I mean, I don't think. They made <laughs> yeah, they didn't make the team, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like they were winning games with those guys. They right. they were like rookies, dude. Well, he was he when he was there. I mean, he had coached uh, fucking Anthony Davis to their first playoff berth, and then they fired him. It's crazy. Yeah, um, yeah. It's crazy, and and they had a very competitive series against the Warriors. Like, I just didn't make any sense at the time. Um, any guys? Question, just real quick, off topic. Alvin Gentry is currently the head coach for the Pelicans. Um, Alvin Gentry once coached the Phoenix Suns. Uh, he was fought, he was he replaced as interim head coach of the Suns. He replaced a fired Terry Porter. What is Terry Porter up to these days? He is coaching at the University of Portland, my man. I did not know that. Very <laughs> just wanted to know. Thank you for informing me. At last I checked. Right. Last I checked, and what Come I mean on. by checked is he was on a podcast that I listened to. Nikki, you like can, uh, two Nikki, years ago, you can give your your opinion on this. I am going to be on the Google machine. <laughs> now, okay. what's going on with Terry Porter? He Figure might be dead. it out. You don't Figure know. it out, and he's not dead. Nikki, who has been the team that you have been most impressed with this season? Your San Antonio Spurs. Good call. Good call. Ooh, yes, I fucking called that. It's it's a bunch of above average players who know how to work together and literally the greatest coach in any sports history. Greg Popovich is the fucking man. And he has turned his team. Patty Mills is producing. DeRozan's producing. I'm with you here, brother. Marcus Aldridge, uh, Derek White. Yeah, Derek White's been good. Deontay Murray's been solid. Like, this team is looking so good. Yeah, I, I mean, agree with I you. I want Lonnie Walker to be in more. I, it kind of sucks that he hasn't been able to play. Yeah, he's not uh, playing much at all. No, but this Jakob Pertl's been fun. He's not doing amazing, but he's been helpful. He doesn't play much. I mean, he's he's playing yeah. enough, but he's not playing a lot. I will say this. I did say in the preview that I thought that Trey Lyles was a solid pickup. Um, I might have been wrong on that. But uh, <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> like across the board, like, yo. Know, Clearly, getting Deontay Murray back was a huge hit, uh, uh, plus for them. Bryn Forbes also, like the I depth. Texted you, I texted you guys the first bro. fucking game. Deontay Murray's stat line. He's so good. He's, he's like great. one of yeah. my top five favorite players in the NBA. He's great, and, and and he got extended. So shout out to Deontay Murray. Like definitely warranted. Um, I remember when he came out of the draft, he was like thirtieth overall, and they picked him. And every all the draft analysis was like, this is the exact right organization for him to be in he's very raw he's one of the youngest players in the draft but he's gonna play behind tony parker and with these guys and when he's ready he'll be ready ready and it's clearly showing demar Derozan is not showing any signs of slowing up uh uh you know fucking i mean granted he's shot like basically zero three-pointers this year which is fine look he's he doesn't need to assassin. this team now uh you know lamarcus is still LaMarcus doing his thing she's more threes than he does they're crushing yeah. it they're three they're three and oh in the western conference so far uh fucking fourth in offensive rating 16th in defensive rating eighth in pace like for a spurs team to be eight that high in pace is pretty insane um yeah, i agree man pop, pop just man like he's yeah. got deontay murray now like he doesn't they don't have to slow it down like patty mills plays a half court game right right, right. Deontay murray yeah. pushes the pace and runs the ball like they don't they they he, he knows how to adjust to the players yet greg popovich is the bill belichick of the nba 
Yeah, in a lot of ways. In a lot of ways. They're both old and they've won a lot of games and championships. Totally. And they did a lot with an old player, an old star player. Totally. Yeah. Uh, totally. I, I do need to interject. Just Please. For one moment. Is Terry Porter dead? What's he up to? <laughs> <laughs> Terry Porter is dead. Damn it. First John, first John Witherspoon. Now this. It was a whole big thing. Son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, Terry Porter somehow uh, still has a job. <laughs> uh, Terry Porter, his first year at the University of Portland, 2016 and 17, he went 11 and 22, 2 and 16 in the conference. 2017 and 18, not, he went 10 and 22 overall, form 14 in the conference. Now, a little backslide in the overall record, but I know what you're thinking. Conference record on the uptick. Last year, the University of Portland's men's basketball team went 7 and 25. Yeah. 0 and 16. Oh, in conference. No. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. God. He. Terry Porter, my favorite thing about this too is uh, Terry Porter's head, NBA head coaching, Milwaukee 0304, 41 and 41, fourth and central, Milwaukee 0405, 30 and 52, fifth and central, Phoenix 0809, 28 and 23, fired. Like Oof. just in the little finish, <laughs> he got fired. Oh, that's great. So, oh God. I, we can move on. I, I, I just, I, I, Terry Porter is a coach uh, or NBA persona that I irrationally think about. Far more often than I probably should. <laughs> Clearly. He was the um, guy took over Mike D'Antoni. That's true. That's true. And did not yep. do a great job. Um, guys, my most impressive team thus far in the NBA season is not too far from San Antonio Spurs. It's the Dallas Mavericks, guys. Oh, yes. Dallas Mavericks. They are fun as fuck. And Luca's been amazing. Holy fuck. So that, is Chris Dobbs. That KP Luca. One two punch is lethal, dude. Like they are both playing really well. They're second in offensive rating right now. Not a great defensive team, but they are a an offensive powerhouse thus far. I mean, you look at these numbers. Luca is dominating. Kristaps is dominating. You're getting like good production from Delon Wright, who we forgot about in the preview last night. Yep. Tim Hardaway won them the DeLon game. Right? Did we? I, I'm pretty sure I said something about Delon Wright. I, I might have forgot. We might have. Maybe we did. Like Maxi Kleber is fucking great stretch four for like that that style of team. Dorian Finney, Dorian, Dorian, Dorian Finney Smith, who is shooting the lights out like just shooting the lights out of the ball right now, playing good defense. Uh, uh, fucking Jay. I love Jalen Brunson, by the way, we talked about it in the preview. Jalen Brunson is, he is the type of backup point guard that you need on a championship team. He's got winning pedigree from his Villanova days. Like he's exactly who you want as a backup point guard. Like Seth, Seth Curry's off to a pretty solid start thus far shooting like 41% from three. This team is so fun and they move fast and it's fluid and yo luca is a lock for all-star this year oh for sure and like i, I, I was think christos might make it too oh it, there's a chance there i mean it's a deeper it's a deeper west i was listening yeah. to the bill simmons podcast the other day though and they were talking about like trey young and luca and like that whole thing like there was a lot of hoopla of, like i can't believe atlanta didn't draft luca here's the thing though not since like i mean not since like fucking <sighs> Well, this might be an overstatement, but like not since like Bird and Magic have two guys been so tied together 
in the draft in such a way and also produced at the level that these two are producing this year. 100%. Like, yeah. Trey Young will probably never win an MVP, but there's a real good chance that he could win a scoring title. And Luka Doncic is a legitimate – like, in the next five years, it's not crazy to think that Luka Doncic wins one MVP. It's not crazy to think that. He is – No, no, no. The real deal. He is so good. Um, Three-point numbers aren't great thus far, but despite that, like, fucking 25 – eight and seven with 2.3 steals, like just destroying. Kristaps has been great, is shooting fairly well, is really, really good on the defensive end for them, like already averaging two and a half blocks. Like this this Dallas team is a lot of fun, and I think there's a real chance that these guys make the playoffs. And maybe I'd like, like to see the I'd like to see Kristaps grab more rebounds. Sure. sure. What's he got right now? He's getting, he's mm-hmm. like eight. By, he's getting seven. by his point guard. Right. Seven feet tall, bro. Everybody sure. on that team is getting out rebounded by Luca. Yeah, he's dominating the boards, man. Right, but Kristaps is supposed to be a, a, a yeah. superstar big man. Yeah. Not, not that he's not, but like, just yeah, come on, man. I mean, maybe, maybe grab an extra rebounder too. I think he had a stat yeah. line where he had like 20 <laughs> points and like three rebounds. Like, you don't love to see that from this guy who's seven foot three. But yeah. that's why I was never high on Jaleel Okafor because the guy can't fucking rebound the ball. Sure. Um, yeah, I look, great. Dallas has been fun. Offensively, they're incredible. And this team, I think, has a real shot at making the playoffs this year. And like I said, I don't, I don't think it's crazy to think they could, they could be like the sixth seed. Like, I think they could finish that high. There's, there's some spots that are opening up in the West now that it's, it's starting to become a little bit more. Uh, evidence, but in any case, that's probably a good segue. Let's talk about the teams this season that we have been super unimpressed with, that we do, had high hopes. We, Go do ahead. we all want to just kind of start off by saying the one obvious one? I mean, the Kings. We're all fucking disappointed by the Kings. Like, uh, <laughs> For sure. What else do you want to say? We, we were sure. all high on them during our preview, and they fucking suck. They're bad. They're really cool. bad. Not do- it's because they filed, fired Dave Yeager. I agree with that. Luke Walton's a shit coach. Uh, you're right. You're just right. Look, they're, they're 30th in offensive rating. They're 27th in defensive rating. 24th in pace, which is crazy for a team that you has De'Aaron Fox. Youngest fucking backcourt. It's crazy. You have, you have, the, you are, they suck. They're you, coach. Like, look. Luke Walton should be fired right now. I agree. Look, look Luke Walton comes Adi from. Dibach should be fired tomorrow. Absolutely. Um. Luke Walton comes from that Golden State Warriors tree of coaches where, like, they thrived on transition basketball. And granted, they also have a, have a very fluid half-court set. But Luke Walton is forcing this young team to play half-court basketball. Fucking yeah. let them run. Let them run. I, I, they got to move. I'm going to gag. It's crazy, dude. I'm like gag saying this out loud, but LeVar Ball was right. <laughs> <laughs> Luke Walton is a shit coach. Yo, that is... Oh God, that is blasphemous! That is, but um, that is the name of the episode. So fun to watch last year. I agree, man. Like they've been bad. They've been really, really bad. They're not scoring now. It sucks. They lost Marvin Bagley in the first game of the season. He broke his hand. He's going to be out like six weeks. That sucks. That really hurts this team. Um, but like across There's the board, talent on that roster. Look at that roster. I agree. You tell me you can't run with Bogdan Bogdanovich and Trevor. I agree. Wayne Dedman is a as athletic as shit big man. You've got Buddy Heald, who is fast as shit. De'Aaron Fox, who's faster than shit, and Harrison Barnes, who can certainly run the floor. Dude, yeah. Like, look at this fucking Yogi Ferrell. Like what? Like Yogi Ferrell. I know he plays six. <laughs> My point is though, like there are a lot of young, fast, athletic fucking players on this team. What are you doing? It's not good. It's uh, they're they're not shooting well overall. Like. 
they're not scoring. I, yes, I am mad. Defensively, they're bad. <laughs> it's it's a bad. This is a bad basketball team so far. Like I'm hoping yep. that they can turn around, but this is a this is a bad basketball team thus far. Um, have been bitten by the injury bug, but like yes, bad basketball team. Nikki, I'm pretty sure I know who you were gonna say, but why don't you go ahead and say it? We're gonna go ahead and say the next one in the Western Conference, Golden State Warriors. That and was it, oh. Yo, we talked about Ooh. them a little bit already when we talked about D'Angelo Russell, but this team is bad. Oh, man. Golden State is bad, dude. They're, they're really bad. Look, they had a good it's win the other night. Wild. Um, but they are 30. They, they are so bad at defense. They're scoring like crazy. They're scoring like they crazy. Lost all, they lost all their good defensive players. They're, I mean, everybody like every single yeah. good defensive player they have. They're, they're, I mean, this they're they're dead. The dynasty's dead. It's bad, dude. I mean, like we talked about this a little bit earlier, but like they're starting. They're starting Glenn Robinson the third. Some, some fucking. They were starting Maurice Chris, Maurice uh, Marquis Chris until recently when they decided to finally start Draymond at the five, and some fucking guy named Eric Pascal. Anybody know this guy? Am I not? He's a he's a rookie out of Fordham. They played at Villanova first. I don't know. Who, I don't know who the fuck he is. He's starting yeah, yeah, for the Golden actually, State Warriors. I don't actually know who he is either. I I just looked at the college that you have pulled up. Yeah, he played at Villanova. It's it's crazy. <laughs> um, now uh, we talked about this a little bit. Alex Bur- Alex Burke's not playing for them right now. Is definitely hurting them. And Willie Cauley Stein not playing for them is hurting them clearly a lot. They could definitely yeah. use his defensive presence. But this team, I, again. They are scoring like crazy. Draymond's been putting up good numbers. Steph has been Steph. I mean, he's not shooting great from three, but otherwise, like, he has been great. D'Angelo's shooting really well from three, but, like, to, to the points we made earlier, like, defensively and the turnovers are bad. Draymond's been fine, but the rest of this team is so bad. Like, who the fuck is Damian Lee? Who the fuck is he? I, I've uh, never heard of him. I, I, when, we, when we talked about this on the preview, and you were like, look at their roster, I, I don't. I don't know half of these players. Who is I don't know this who guy? A lot of these players. Who, who is Eric Paschal? He's playing 25 <laughs> minutes a game. He's shooting, 58, he's shooting 58% of the floor. Is that what he looks like? Yeah. I honestly huh. expected a white guy. <laughs> <laughs> so did I. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, I have, Mar- I, I, I'm gonna, I want to say this. Marquis Chris was playing. Like Jordan Poole is playing 20 minutes a game. I haven't watched him play. It hasn't just, been fun. I've just seen the numbers. It is bad, dude. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. You, all you have to do is look at their defensive rating. Their defensive rating is so bad. They are so bad. Yeah. It's a bad it's team. It's wild. It's a bad team. Have it fun makes with me, your new arena. It makes me wonder yeah. what they're going to do with um, with D'Angelo Russell. Like, if this really looks shitty, they got to move him and get some pieces because this is, this is rough. It's Who's not gonna, pretty. I'm sorry. Send them to Minnesota. Thank what you. Are they? Yes. What? Okay. In Minnesota, apparently their GM is dumb enough to get fleeced in a trade for D'Angelo Russell. Nobody I think I I think D'Angelo Russell fits very well next to. He's better than Andrew Wiggins. He's definitely a yeah. better number two option than Andrew Wiggins. Not right now. I disagree. Andrew Wiggins sucks. Andrew Wiggins had a game the other night where he scored 24 points and got zero assists. He still sucks on defense. He's very one-dimensional. His early season scoring numbers are good, but everybody knows where this goes. We've seen this story before. I'd rather yeah. have Jeff Teague than D'Angelo Russell. Fair. Fair. Um, yeah. Let's see here. Oh, um, my – so I have a tie for my oh. teams. Oh, hold on now. 
you, yes. you, you can you can say yours. I want to be clear. The Kings were not mine. The Kings were the one that I felt like we were all going to agree that's on. Right. Okay, yeah, that's the one I thought we were going to agree. one that we just got to get out of the way. So okay. I, I, I okay. have my own. Okay. What do you got? Go for it. No, no, no. You, you go ahead. I said you go ahead. I, I'll okay. go last. I went first okay. the last two categories. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that my team is not your All team. Right, but you know I'm, what? Now I'm going to tell you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it pains. It pains me to say this. The Chicago Bulls are bad at basketball. So bad. I so bad. called it. They're so bad. Called They're it. So bad. They play no defense. <laughs> I was going to say that my most disappointing player up to this point in the season was Zach Levine, but I wanted Zach to keep Levine. it for this. They are so bad. My face is red. I think this is so funny. They are oh – man, this hurts to say. They're bad at everything. They They're got terrible at defense. They got beat by the Hornets and the Knicks. We lost to the Knicks. <laughs> oh, and by the way – Many of the viewers on YouTube may have seen me rolling my eyes. We lost to the Cavaliers tonight. Um, <laughs> things are bad. Oh, for real? Oh, for real, bro. We're one and four, oh, dude. We are one and four. We lost <laughs> to the fucking Cavaliers. We lost to the fucking Hornets. We lost to the fucking Knicks. And we almost <laughs> lost to the fucking Grizzlies if it wasn't for Kobe White, who went off in the fourth Kobe. quarter. Kobe, yo, Kobe, Kobe White can ball. I'm just putting this out there. Kobe White's yes. great. He's probably been the best player on the Bulls. They are so fucking trash right now. Like, everybody was like, oh, fucking Charlotte, like, went crazy from three in the first game. Yeah, because they had, like, four feet in front of them. They had four <laughs> feet of shooting room. It's crazy. It's crazy. This team is so bad. They're turning the ball over. Like, they can't defend worse shit. Nobody's scoring. One game, Zach Levine, and Zach Levine scoring, that's the only person. Laurie had 35 in the first game and hasn't done shit since. Everybody sucks except for Wendell Carter and, and fucking – even Kobe White has been up and down, but he's a rookie. You expect that. This team is so fucking disappointing so far. I can't believe that I stuck my neck out for this fucking team. They are so fucking bad. They're so fucking bad. Fucking Jim Boylan should be fired. That guy fucking sucks. <laughs> Dude, we've, we've gone into the fourth quarter four times. Four times we've gone into the fourth quarter with a double-digit lead. And we lost three of those games. <laughs> I'm very um, sorry if I spiked the mic. I am so... I am so angered by this fucking team they're driving me nuts they're so bad it's crazy i'm sorry <laughs> i'm yeah. keep my cool <laughs> the bulls are so fucking bad i'm sorry tab what were you gonna say think oh my so bad <laughs> right, look at my face i my face is bright red because i was, I was gonna see I was trying to in <laughs> my laughter noises. I didn't do a great job. <laughs> I was going to say, to continue the ball train, this this means at least we'll have a good chance that we'll pick up LaMelo Ball. Oh, fucking shoot me in the face, man. <laughs> I don't want that Kobe, shit. Kobe, LaMelo, and LaVar in the shy. Oh, you know it's what? Just, it's bad, dude. As bad as Luke Walton is, at least he's not Jim Boylan. <laughs> Holy shit, this team stinks. Yo, Otto Porter's only averaging seven points. Otto Porter sucks, dude. I tried to tell you last year. Bad. One good half season. I tried to tell you last year. They stink. They're bad. 
The Bulls are dead. Chicago sports are dead right now. Dead. Everything it sucks to be in Chicago. The Bears are fucking trash. The Cubs suck. Fucking Bears are trash. Fucking fucking unbelievable, dude. Sadaransky has been a fucking no show, dude. Fucking nothing. Nothing. He he was brought over to be a fucking playmaker. A playmaker. He's doing nothing. Now, I will say in his defense, like Jim Boylan, what the fuck are you doing with these rotations, dude? What the fuck are you doing? Like, why is Chris Dunn playing these meaningful minutes in the fourth quarter? He is not a playmaker. I don't understand it. It makes no fucking sense to me. What's more egregious than that was, uh, was it? I think it was against the Knicks. Yeah, it was against the Knicks when you guys just left Luke Cornett in to just get absolutely abused for like 12 straight points. I don't, <laughs> dude, listen, listen, I think it's great that Luke Cornett is a good three-point shooter who is shooting 18% from three right now. That motherfucker can't defend. Get him off the fucking court. Why is he playing meaningful minutes? Like, if we're going to be this bad, then let Daniel Gafford go run and fucking block shots. He's clearly better on the defensive end, and we fucking need it. This team is so bad on the defensive end. Again, I will say as a small caveat, the one positive on the season thus far, Kobe White is legit. Kobe White is good. He is really good. I'm very excited about the prospects of him being the point guard of the future. But otherwise, this team fucking sucks. They're so fucking bad. And I fucking hate watching them. Please tell the listeners and us how you, how you, uh, you know. Was that your team? Really feel. Was that your team, Ted? Yeah, it it was. Yeah, it was. Of course it was. I wanted (laughs) to rub your nose in it. Motherfuck. I will say what was that, the other team you were going to say, Jay? That's why, that's why I immediately started laughing. The other team that I was going to say was going to be Brooklyn. I've been pretty disappointed with oh, Brooklyn. Yeah. They've been kind of bold. Well, that's, yeah. Kyrie Irving is a, a lunatic. I want to say something because the, the, some, some news came out yesterday that things are not great in Brooklyn. They're already worried about Kyrie. And right away, the Kyrie stands out there, which he has followers like Kobe had followers. So like people stand by him no matter what. And they're like, that's just, that's just a fucking attitude of a winner. I'm going to say it here and nobody said it yet. Kyrie Irving has bipolar disorder. There's no oh, doubt in my sure. mind that he has bipolar disorder. I don't think he has bipolar disorder. Here's what I think. Here's what I think. Here's what I think. Here's what I think. Please. He wrote this very detailed post on the NBA Reddit. And I was like, this actually makes a lot of sense. He is a, his whole life, all he's been is like the superstar basketball player. Everything was good because he's the basketball player and he could do whatever he wanted because he was the, the superstar basketball player. And everybody is just sort of like bowed down to him because he's a superstar basketball player, right? Like that makes sense. Um, and it never really mattered if the team did good because he did good. And like that was it. Like he was the star, you know, like who cares? Um, and I think like it has like almost to some degree like disassociated him from the like the real world like where like you you can't make you can't say oh the earth is flat and then like say like i you know i was just messing around like that has real consequences like sure. the things that you say you have a platform to have but, but he doesn't understand that because there's never been any consequences for anything he's ever done right and, and every team he's ever played on has just been like yeah well whatever he's super good he scores a lot of points right better so who cares um so i don't know if he has bipolar disorder i think he's just I, I, I think he, he might, if anything, he's got MPD. I, I genuinely think, and I, I agree with a lot of what you're saying. I do. Yeah. I think, and I posted this on Instagram because like this NBA trainer, Chris Hypo, whatever the fuck his name is. And look, he's a good NBA trainer, like basketball trainer. That's fine. But he was like, oh, this is, people don't understand because this is like the spirit of a winner. And I'm like, 
how about this is somebody who clearly has a mental disorder. He has disorder. a mental problem. He clearly yeah. has bipolar disorder. There's, there's and I'm not like, oh, he's crazy. Like, he, he needs, he needs to actually talk to someone. Like, come on. But exactly. And this is what yeah, I was trying to say. To talk to someone. This is what I was trying to say is like, look, it happened in Cleveland. LeBron's not easy to play with. Fine. He goes to Boston. First year's great. Second year, terrible. This is now his third team. He's been there for, I mean, the season's only been going on for a Four week games. and a half, and it's already happening. Like, there's a common denominator here, guys. Like, Kyrie Irving, and I'm not blaming him. Bipolar disorder is a very real thing. I love many people who have suffered from bipolar disorder. It's a real thing. The manic and depressive episodes are fucking, they're, they're bad. They're really fucking bad. And I genuinely think that, like, this has caused him to have the problems that he's had with a lot of these teams is that he is, he is a head case because he is, he is a, a man that is in the NBA who clearly has mental health issues, who I strongly believe has bipolar disorder undiagnosed and it's affected his ability to have a locker room that accepts him. And he's only caused problems everywhere he goes. He's a locker room cancer. I really wish yeah. that KD would step up and try to like take some of the attention away from him, but it's hard because he's not playing. Like if KD yeah. was playing a lot of this, because if you remember for the, for the, for the three years that LeBron and him played together, you didn't hear a lot of this shit. It didn't come out till later. And then when Kyrie became like the star of his own team, that's when shit got really bad and it's happening yeah. again. And part of the reason why I wanted to bring out this Brooklyn Nets team is look, they're one and two. They played three games, whatever. They'll play four by the time this podcast. Comes. And, and one of the losses that they had was a just missed. Right. Uh, like buzz, totally buzzer beater. So my, my thing with this team is like, they're not, yeah, they've played like, look, he, they, the first game of the season, they lost on a, a missed game winner. And then Kyrie had a shot blocked by John Morant, who, Super impressive, by the way. John Morant, yeah, fucking the, 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 the real deal. Turning the ball. They went to. Ish, well, he's a yeah. He's had the ball a lot. They I mean, went to two. Turn the ball over a lot. Sure. Two out of um, their two out of their three games have gone into overtime. Right. Game what, against Minnesota went to overtime. What I what I mean what I mean when I say that this team has been disappointing to me is this team was really fun to watch last year, and the reason for that is this Kenny Atkinson offense was all about like. It was a it was a socialist offense, if you will. Even touches. Everybody got the ball pretty consistently. Like, yes, D'Angelo Russell definitely was their like leading scorer, but on any given day, it could have been Karis Levert. It could have been Spencer Dinwiddie. Like the hot hand got the ball. And when you watch these Brooklyn Nets, like it's just Kyrie. And it's just not yeah. it's not fun to watch. I'm gonna say something that sounds absurd, but Kenny Atkinson is a coach that cannot win with a superstar player. Okay. If you read all the stuff about Kyrie this season, where they were talking about, um, they're talking about how like he there was a team photo shoot and he, they asked him to take his hat off and he said Photoshop that shit off. Then uh, he like wouldn't take it off. Told him to Photoshop it off. Um, <clears throat> there was uh, they they Kenny Atkinson has this like very like strict like player routines that he 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 wants his players to do. Uh, Kyrie and Kevin Durant were like, nope, fuck that. And uh, it's the thing is, is like he's got a good system that works when you've got young, hungry players sure. um, that, you know, want to do the, the right things. But the thing is, like the problem with the NBA and, and a lot of these teams and these players is, is like they get these bloated egos. And it's like, dude, like you're not bigger than the team. 
I mean, the the thing is, like, you you you're not you're not gonna win, like, unless you are a transcendent star, like LeBron, or I don't I don't think Kyrie's a transcendent star. Holy shit, no. Ty- no. Kyrie Irving does not make his teammates better. Um, no, look at, uh, at look at Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum and how they played this season. You tell me Kyrie Irving makes his teammates better. Yeah, yeah, maybe. No, no. I, I will say how bad were those Cavaliers teams. Dude, I I know they didn't like. I, that was also very so early on in his career. Fun. They were so fucking bad. They were not good until they had LeBron. Kyrie played his best basketball with LeBron, who guess what is a transcendent star, and he makes his teammates better. That's fair. Like, I mean, it's just a so fact. he'll be good when Kevin Durant comes back. I don't Kevin know Durant if I a transcendent star. I don't know if I agree with that better. though. Yeah, I mean, who yeah. knows? His head might have gotten too big at this point. This anyway, Kyrie my, shit is my weird. other uh, team that I was gonna say I was disappointed in was uh, your Orlando Magic. But guess what? Hey, unlike some teams, they beat the New York Knicks by twelve tonight. So, oh, and Aaron Gordon had fifteen and eleven. We back. We're back. <laughs> we back. All right. All right. All right. All right. We beat, all right, we beat right. the we beat the Cavaliers and the Knicks. We're back. <laughs> We're back. Oh boy. All right. Well, I've got one more thing that I want to talk about tonight before we wrap up here. And uh, that is the coaches challenge. So for the listeners who aren't familiar this year, the NBA has introduced a coaches challenge. Each team gets one challenge per game. And if you uh, win that challenge, uh, you basically get to keep a timeout. Well, you lose the timeout regardless, but uh, no, actually, no, you get to retain a timeout. If you win the challenge, much like uh, the NFL and shit like Whoa. that, you, you lose a timeout. Um, if you use it and, and, and lose, um, it's been used a lot this season. Last night it was used. Um, I want to say it was in the Denver game. Yeah, it was in the Denver game. Mm-hmm. And Mike Malone tried to use it on, uh, something that didn't happen to prove that it did. Like he tried to prove that Jokic was fouled when there was no contact. It's, um, what are your guys thoughts on the coaches challenge this early in the season? Tad, you, you clearly have something to say. First, it's stupid. You I agree about this now. I don't have anything else to say. <laughs> I I don't. Who was who was asking for this? Yeah, I didn't like it. I don't because they also tried to do it in the major leagues for a little while. Did that didn't really? Oh, it's still like happening and it's awful. I don't like it because it, it makes the game go so much slower. It's it cuts away. It's from the so face. bad. And yeah, and not, not only fun. that, like in the first game of the season, D'Antoni used it in the first quarter in like. Uh, pardon me. In the first game of the season, it wasn't D'Antoni. Um, uh, no, when I was watching the uh, – um... Here's the deal. Let me just say this. Sorry, I'm phasing out. Let me think about this. Or let me say this. <clears throat> the NBA is not like the NFL yes. or Major League Baseball Correct. where there are a handful of plays that can influence the outcome of the entire game there is not a you you could you can there there is very rare moments in probably the last two minutes to 30 seconds sure that maybe impact the game totally outside of that there is absolutely no reason to challenge anything anything it, yeah. It, yeah it doesn't make sense like in, in, the, in the nfl in the nfl you could challenge a touchdown pass that was in the second quarter that gets called back and the final score ends up being seven to 14 and you win because that touchdown didn't count. That's not how bad. It's just simply not how basketball works. It's it. The sport is not designed for challenges. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's weird. It slows the pace of the game. 
coaches have been using it very early in the game. I was saying Mike D'Antoni the other day against the Bucks, like use it within the first like six minutes of the game, and you only get one. So once you lo- once you use it, it's gone. It doesn't refresh yeah. at halftime. You get one for the game, and there doesn't. And I haven't read enough in, uh, into this as to the stipulations, but there doesn't seem to be clear like rules as to what you can or cannot challenge. Like I said, like Mike Malone challenged that there was a foul on a play when there was no foul, like there was nothing to challenge. Um, actually, I think he was, I, if I remember correctly, he was actually challenging to prove that there was not, or was a foul. Uh, no, was not a foul. Pardon me. Was not, it doesn't matter. That being said, it, it's, it's, it's weird. I don't clearly somebody was asking for us. That's why this exists. It just doesn't make yeah. any sense to me. Um, look, we'll see it. It could change a playoff game. And maybe if you're on the winning side of that, that's super exciting. But like, I just don't. I don't love it so far. It's. It's. I. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't understand it. At this rate, just fucking review every play. Review all scoring plays like they do in the NFL. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Stupid. Um, fucking stupid. Yeah. Any. It's Nikki, way any too other? Much. Yeah. I don't know. It's no. Weird. I think it's dumb as hell. I never. As soon as they announced it, I was like, oh, what's the point of that? It's gonna be boring as shit having to have. That. I mean, just one is not that big a deal, and not everyone uses them. But like, it's so dumb. I just yeah. hope they end up getting rid of it. I agree. Jay, can you do me one quick favor? Hit me. You see that white guy on the screen? <laughs> what is that? I knew Mark it was Price. Price. I, Mark it. Price. <laughs> I tried to, I tried I to click wa- on it like it was my own screen. I forgot you were sharing. Oh, yeah, I was wondering who it was too. I was like, who the fuck is that guy? All right, boys. Let's close out tonight's episode with one hot take a piece. Rapid fire. Major overreaction right now. Nikki, go. Uh... Kendrick Nunn is going to make it to the All-Star team this year. Oh, that's, Miami Heat. that's a ridiculous statement, but I really like Kendrick Nunn, and that Miami Heat team is much better than I thought they were going to be. Kendrick Way Nunn, better than I expected. Uh, Kendrick Nunn, prior to sh- uh, Chicago from Simeon, went to U of I, unfortunately transferred to Oakland, but uh, former Simeon Wolverine, putting it out there. And you already said mine. Derrick Rose is making the All-Star team, for sure. Okay. And he is. I'm, I fucking call it. He is winning the six man. Yo, that de- that sure. Detroit team sucks. I called it when the season went during our, during our preview. If there's no Blake Griffin, there's no Detroit Pistons. That team fucking sucks. They're bad. Two and two. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, was it? Uh, They're bad. They're bad. I almost said Cornette. What's the other K? Canard. Uh, Canard. Thank you. He's been solid. He's playing surprisingly well. Tad and Drummond's averaging like twenty rebounds. One major overreaction. A week and a half into the season. What you got? tough i've got a couple so let me just think <laughs> golden state warriors fire them all off yeah for sure agree is that, is that a hot Go. take they're not good I, I don't is that a over yeah i think a lot of people it's probably i think that's pretty i think it's an actually i've got a good i one. think i've got actually i've, got, I've, got, I've, in, got, they, I've got an actual hot take all Go right let's it. hear it chicago bulls finished dead last in the eastern conference oh Ooh. no oh, please uh, don't do that to me. You know what? Honestly, that's fine. Whatever. Keep loading up on talent. I, fuck it, man. Hey, real quick. Is that what, what, is this that I heard? Is that what you're calling the players that you have on your I didn't. I, young, gonna, promising so players. Start loading up on talent or are you going to keep loading up on yeah. talent? I'm going to come Quick to this fucking screen and punch you right in your nose. You know where I live. Well, no, you don't. I moved. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I saw a, a rumor that Bull Bull was going to get traded to the Bulls. That's bullshit, right? Yeah, that's fake. That's fake news, bro. Um, All right. Major overreaction on my end. Toronto's making it back to the NBA Finals, guys. (laughs) There is 
there is something in the water over there. Pascal Siakam has been really good, and Kyle Lowry also really good. There's oh, yeah, something, good. yeah. I mean, yeah, I told you, there's, back. there's, there's something about this Pascal Siakam season thus far. Early into the game against New Orleans, I was like, oh, he's not going to be able to hack it this year. He doesn't have it, and he quickly turned that around, won them that game. They're again. Very good on defense. He has gotten better shooting from three. Um, They're 16th in offense. Like, this team is deep, arguably deeper than they were last year. Um, I mean, this team is is good. They're they're still good. I mean, without – Is Kyle Lowry going to be bad? I just keep waiting for – It's never. He's the new ageless wonder. He's – I mean, 22 a game, fucking seven assists, a steal, and five rebounds shooting – 37% 37% from three? Fred Van Fleet, 18, shooting 41%. Pascal Siakam shooting 43% from three. 20. OG Ananobi has a jump shot? He's shooting fucking 44% from three? Now, again, a lot of these numbers aren't – like, look, people will – Yeah, 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 yeah. It's fine. Like, you know, there's, there's going to be a means, like, they're going to come to the, the, what, the, what they're actually going to be. But, like, this is, this is a good basketball team. It's it it wouldn't be crazy to me if they finished the end of the season again in the finals. I had um no, I, I don't I don't disagree with you at all. I, I think there's a valid argument to be made. I don't That's, think it's gonna happen, but I, ooh, I should say I Raptors, Clippers. I don't I don't right know now. that it's gonna I don't know that it's gonna happen, but I, I think it's a very it's actually it's a pretty tepid take if I'm yeah. I'm being honest. You want a hot take? I'll give you another one. I had I had a <laughs> All right, all right, go ahead, go, go ahead. for it. Shoot it. MVP. Who? Luca. Ooh. Luca. Man, I like Luca, but they got to finish like top three for that to happen. They got to finish top five. I disagree. Not in the West. Not in the West. You got to finish top three yeah. if it's going to win MVP. He's got well, to. I guess there's only one thing left to do then <laughs> win the whole fucking thing. Oh, <laughs> right. And with that, I think that's probably good for today's episode, guys. Uh, unless you have anything else you want to cover, I think uh, a little over time, huh? <laughs> uh, a little bit more than we wanted to, but you know, we're 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 trying out a new formula. We're trying. Um, I, may, I, I may have led to a longer episode with my rant. Um, I tried not to. I tried real hard not to. It was, was like fifteen angry. minutes. I was just very angry. Yeah. Um. Cool, guys. Uh, why don't we plug and let's get out of here. Follow me on Twitter at Tad Hall underscore. There we go, Nikki. Let's follow hear. me at Nikki Palooza. All right, you can follow me at J underscore Keelas on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. You can follow NBA at NBA Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Also, make sure and check out the YouTube channel. It's uh, NBA Podcast on YouTube. You can follow us there. Uh, we've been recording episodes, putting them up there. We did our Eastern Conference and Western Conference preview. If you still want to check those out, um, please don't forget to give the podcast a five star rating and review. We'd greatly appreciate it. If you're watching this on YouTube, give us a like. Give us a subscribe. Subscribe, comment below. Let us know what you think. Do you like my sweater? Don't, don't comment. Good God, don't comment. YouTube comments. <laughs> comment. I want to hear it. I want to know. I'm the only person that looks at it, anyways. Um, all right. Well, for Tad, for Nikki, for Jay, this has been NBA, and we're out. Bye. <laughs>